When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Billy, left footed, it's a cheeky one, square! Hello and welcome to episode 215 of Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. My name's Sam Davis. My name's Tom Jordan. At the weekend, Cherries progressed through to the fourth round of the FA Cup. By now, you'll know who we're playing. We're praying that it's not Liverpool because we always seem to draw them yeah. in the cup. But look, we went 2-0 down at half-time to QPR at Loftus Road. But it's fair to say it was a game of two halves as in the second 45, we turned it around. At full time, we chatted to a number of fans outside the ground and here were some of their best opinions. Hi, well, we've got Mike here Hi. and we'll bring on Jamie very shortly. Mike, Talk two very different halves. Totally different, uh, lethargic... Poor passing, key players just didn't seem interested. Uh, it, was a light, it seemed like it's an attitude, we turn up, we're going to win. Uh, no effort, or very little effort. A few um, put them in. I uh, thought Sinny was pretty good. Um, and Chris Meffin, I thought, was playing well in the back, actually. Uh, and they deserved the two goals. It almost fired us up, and I think it obviously fired the manager up. It made him uh, realise who he needed to bring on. Uh, but um, Christie, I mean, what a player we've got there. I mean, he's an engine, isn't he? I mean, it's a huge difference. Even Phil Bill, who was not in at all, for some reason he came on totally different. Uh, Clive played well as well, uh, but um, brilliant. I mean, they played really well. Why the hell they didn't do that in the first half? But it just shows that Christie, we've got to hold on to that man because he's worth yeah. his weight in gold, really. Uh, Jamie, uh, Mike was just saying about Ryan Christie, how pivotal he is to the side, and my goodness, he turned the game. Uh, we wouldn't have been saying this yeah. this time last year, would we? But he's, he's so key to how we play. When do we start throwing around the term world class with him? When's that? Because, God, he's incredible. 
But yeah, game of two halves, it was really weird. Brooksy, I, I think he's got a loan to a championship, get his confidence back, because he didn't seem to know what to do there. But a completely different game. It's the old thing again. When Phil Billing plays well, the whole team plays well. When he put, when he's off, the whole team looks a bit off. But brilliant. Nice to see Andrew Jay get some yeah, game time. I uh, think that will boost his confidence. And maybe if Kiefer goes, maybe he can be second choice, but maybe a bit of a stretch. Uh, but great result. Through to the next round and easy cup. Win it. Here's Libby and Paul. Hey. Hello. Happy Hi. faces. Uh, oh it wasn't God. happy. I saw you at half time, Libby. Yeah. You were not happy. No, you then. said oh. you were right. And I said, not really, <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> um, talk to me. What what made the difference? Uh, what the differences between the two? Yeah, halves? well, I mean, Christy and Cliver made a huge difference, didn't they? They took control. Yeah. They looked on it. Their passing was landing as yeah, opposed yeah. to everyone in the first half. Um, so yeah, I think it was as simple as that one, and probably a rocket up the backside, maybe yeah. at halftime. How, how far do you reckon we could go, Paul, in this tournament? Well, I mean, no, <laughs> early after days. halftime, I was—I thought that was it. I thought that was the end. So, um, oh mate, if we if we keep performing the way we did the second half, we should go. We should go much further. Yeah. And that was, um, yeah, a much better second half. Thank God. It was, it was it was weird it was, because like Lewis Cook was playing centre back at, yeah, yeah I know what, yeah. we were a bit like what's going on yeah. here but actually he made some really important clearances didn't he yeah. Cook at the back so yeah in oh, the end yeah. we're happy yeah we are we got Paul here regular to fag halves Paul enjoy that one in the end yeah the result that counts wasn't it at the end of the day um, it just seems to be a, a normal cup trait same as the Carabao Cup you know we sort of poor first half Clearly, something happens in the dressing room. Second half makes a few changes, and then and then it's all all, all fine and dandy. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a difficult game to watch. A difficult game to watch the first half. Second half, just pleased that we're in the in the, in the next in the hat for the next round. You wouldn't have really known, judging by that first half, which was the Championship side, which was the Premier League side, because we, quite frankly, we were awful. Weren't we? we we were bad. I mean, they were they were they were very physical. They got some they got some big lads up front and, 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 and they were up front, but in and around the team, um, they outmuscled us. I, I thought, um, and our lads were nowhere. Keeper was nowhere. Um, as a, as a big as a big lad himself, we were sort of, I felt we muscled out. Certainly the two goals, we were muscled out. I didn't quite understand. I mean, you guys will know because you, you're more detailed than I am. But why my Meps came off? But clearly, it was the right it was the right thing to do with what, what they did with Justin. Point because Meps, uh, he has to play. You'd think when we play Liverpool because of Senesi's suspension. So you think maybe he just wants to give him minutes. Maybe it's a case of him wanting to rest him perhaps. Save, you never save him, yeah, yeah. I mean he didn't make he didn't put a foot wrong in that in, in that in that first half. Um, he just got maybe found out for their second goal where he maybe could have closed down in the ducks a, a little, little bit. A little other than bit, that he was mustard. He, right. he was good. He was he was good. And you're right, yeah I think I think I think that with him playing for you think he'd play against Liverpool so just make sure he's he's okay. I don't know why Dom wasn't on the bench. Is that anything to be worried about? Maybe what was that knock no, against Tottenham? Somebody said to me, you know, oh, does that mean even worse? You know, I wouldn't have thought so. If no. he's, he's not going to go anywhere, but yeah. But you know, I'm glad we're in that draw for Monday. Is it? I don't know, Sunday, yeah. Monday. I'm glad we're in the draw and another another away trip or home trip, whatever. But happy days, yeah, yeah. So for the topics of conversation of this pod, it's effectively over to you. We asked earlier today, what what do you want us to cover? 
So we've got obviously cup conversation, transfer targets. We are slap bang in the middle of the January transfer window. Plus defensive dilemmas. We talk over what we think Andoni Iriola may or may not do when we face Liverpool later on in the month. Plus the Christmas leftovers. Yeah, we still haven't eaten them up. What are we talking about? The anonymous questions. Do you remember? We asked you for them, plus we asked you for a few more as well. We'll be going through them. So there is a lot to cover. We certainly can't wait to do it. So 2024 is upon us, which means a packed schedule of FA Cup, AFCON, and of course, Premier League action. Yeah, so beat the January Blues and watch every game with the atmosphere it deserves down at your local Green King Sports Pub. Don't settle for a dodgy stream because if it's on the telly, it's your local Green King across their huge HD screens. And I know, mate, because if you download the Green King Sports app, you'll receive 10% off every single drink whenever there's a game on. Perfect. Their venues offer a range of low and no alcohol options. So dry January doesn't mean you have to settle for a worse sports watching experience. And you know what? I'm still dry eight days in. At half time, I felt like it, but (laughs) it's fine. We're all good. Oh, God. So, Tom, mm. uh, the first half wasn't particularly good, but Bournemouth came good in the second. Afterwards, of course, we asked for some five-word match reports, and these were some of them. Halftime bollocking made difference. Christie carries cherries, challenging changes, said Simon. A match of two halves. The game lasts 90 minutes, said Mike. Christie, second half, enough said. A game mm. of two halves. Bravo, said Morgan. Irreola ball to the rescue. Those were just some of them. We'll display the rest of them on screen now. But something he did, something he said at halftime made a difference because that first half was was forgetful and it was... It was pretty bad. But was it as bad as we all thought? I don't think it was. I mean, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad in the sense that it was weird. Obviously, I went down at nil-nil. So what was that? Uh, 38 minutes gone. Nil-nil. Nil-nil. Go down. And uh, yeah, while I was in the queue, because there was a queue, because it was not just me down there at 38. Um, By the time I got to the front of the queue, we were 2 nil down. And I didn't expect us to to go behind. I thought they say nothing's happening there. And yeah, we weren't great, but I didn't think they were either. Credit to them because, you know, the the kind of tactics they had, which you anticipated and expected really, was just play on the break, sit deep and, and try and catch us, especially Sinclair Armstrong with his pace. And they got in twice and they finished. You know, that's all they did, but they were tuning up. I just felt that we weren't our levels, they weren't great, and they were going to sit back even more because they had a two-goal lead. As long as we got an early goal, I thought there's so much time to go here. I think we'll be fine in terms of getting at least a replay, I thought. And obviously we did get that early goal, so that changed everything. But yeah, it was a, it was more of a, just a, it felt like a bit of a training, like friendly kind of match in the first half, didn't it? Yeah, it did a little bit. It was just a bit dull, but I think that's been exactly the same as Swansea and Stoke in the other cup. I really do. Um, and yeah, and then when we turned it on, we were fine. I think, unfortunately, again, we had to make the changes. We've done the same at Stoke and Swansea. made changes mm. at half-time um, to, to try and ju- uh, rectify it, really. And that's the only worry now is there's a few players, a few fringe players that you're starting to think, is it going to work for them with this new style of play? And I'm not sure. Yeah, and I'm sure there's going to be some questions to us that mm. maybe pose that. We haven't seen many of them. We've seen glimpses of a few, but there are a few players that uh, maybe under question, under scrutiny as to where they're going to be after the transfer window closes. It was, it was a tough watch. And there were a number of players who, you know, good players who just, who just weren't at it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was, that was in that. Money. I mean, David Brooks. Yeah. Uh, Kiefer Moore. I actually thought Bill and Scott, Scott as well. in the first half. Second half, they were brilliant, by the yeah. way. The first half, they were hopeless. So what is it then? Is it just mentality? Is it the fact that they turned up thinking they could roll them over? Or is it the fact that there are some players who are pivotal to the side that when they're on the pitch, it just means everyone starts ticking. We all know who we're talking about. Yeah. However, in that in that first half, they just looked lost at the first touches, Alex Scott. Yeah, absolutely terrible and there didn't seem to I mean look we had a few shots on goal in the first yeah. half it wasn't it wasn't overly bad but yeah. we got overly punished yeah. especially on their left side yeah Aaron's, right side that, Aaron's quite short, short and yeah, it, was, things. it was a weird one I think um, I think Andoni kind of mentioned it after and I thought he was he was spot on really when he, what he was trying to say what I think he was trying to say what I read from it was that it's rare that now, with the way we're playing and the teams we play every week, no disrespect to QPR, that we're going to be playing a team that's in the relegation zone of the championship. Yeah. So what I think started happening was it was easy for us in, in the way that they were just sitting off. So we were just kind of knocking it around. Mm -hmm. But we've been uh, successful with late because we've been so quick and energetic. And I think we kind of fell into a, the trap of, oh, this is quite comfy, knock it around. Yeah, I think we th we feel that when we've got the ball, that that's all we almost need to do. Yeah, so and it just slows up for now. We weren't moving the ball fast whatsoever. No. There was no intensity. And I, I, think, I think I said it on the vlog, I think just the fact that we had the ball more than they did meant that we could slowly out-football them and slowly... Yeah you know, start to assert our dominance in the game. And we didn't do that. And it only took two quick breakaways. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we were done. We, if, if you're playing like that, it's fine if you nick a goal. If you get the first goal, then we could have kept playing like that. It wouldn't have been as exciting, but we'd have kept the ball and probably controlled it. But yeah, we're, we're not used to it. And I think we struggled with that and it slowed the tempo. And yeah, they had that one threat really. And we, we struggled with it, which was a bit of a concern. Um, Aaron's got caught out a few times out of position, but he was trying to provide a bit of width down that right side because... Brooks won't provide any width. Um, and then we got caught. Senesi was on the wrong side for the first goal. Him and Max obviously kind of changed round. He got brushed off far too easily. I don't know if it's like accumulation of yellow cards meant he didn't want to bring him down because I thought just bring him down. Um, yeah, him and Max struggled with, with Sinclair Armstrong's just raw pace. Um, and they got down again for the second. I mean, it's a lucky goal, isn't it? But in terms of the deflection. But yeah, we just got caught a little bit down that side um, on the breaks. And that was all they get to offer. So it was a little bit of a concern half-time thinking that's all they had and we didn't cope mm. with it um, but as I say it was just how we started the second half and previous um, evidence of as I say the other cup competition Swansea and Stoke where we started poorly in the first half against championship opposition I was confident that we'd come out and change it and that's exactly yeah. what we did yeah we did we did change it and uh, it was good to bring on the players that we did mm. we'll go through the various graphics and timelines in a minute for you we're not going to go all overboard on the QPR match it is the FA Cup yeah it is a second-rate tournament, or is it? We can go to Wembley. Can we? Maybe we can. Hmm. I found David Brooks yeah. really frustrating, and I'm I'm worried. I'm worried for him. Yeah. I don't know if he fits the system. I don't know if he fits Iriola's style. I found uh, a number a number of like mini situations within the games like really frustrating. Whereby there there was a time where he was hugging the touchline, and Max Aaron's was you know, slightly in, he was about 10 metres into the pitch and he was trying to get the ball to David Brooks, but there was a man in between him and Brooks. Yep. So Brooks, either hold your run or go for it. Whereas Max Aarons tried to encourage him to go up the line and actually push forward. He didn't. Mm. And Max's ball just went out of play. And there were yes. loads of just moments like that where I thought, he's not he's not really clear on what we're doing at the moment. And you can blame that on lots of things, like the lack of game time that of course. he's having. But he, you know, he's witnessing how we play from on the bench. So he, he must know what Ariola wants to do, but it's just not happening for him at the moment. And um, mm. 
I'm worried because I I'm not sure he's 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 in Iriola's plans going forward. I don't no, I, I don't agree. I think Iriola perhaps wants him to be. Yeah, because he's but clearly for some reason it's just not happening. I can imagine in training like he's unplayable. You know what how skillful he is, arguably one of the most skillful in our squad. Absolutely. Um, one of the most talented. So I'm sure Iriola's going. God, look at this player, but. Every time he's played under Iriola, I'd say I was talking to Steve about it last night. And I think Brentford, when he come on, he made an impact, obviously got the goal. Mm. Apart from that, he's been pretty poor. Um, and yeah, I just, I, th- I think there's a, you know, this, this happens sometimes where a player just doesn't fit a style. He, if he went anywhere, you know, say at the moment it would be Championship on loan, but he could easily rise back to Premier League. He's got the quality, of course. He'll probably do really well somewhere. Really, really well. But for us, I don't think he works in the system because... As a wide player, he's he don't he don't fit the system at all. He ain't got the pace. Um, he ain't got he ain't got that sort of. He don't want to play on the shoulder. Mm. I mean, he literally when Aaron's was getting the ball was in front of him half the time, going give me it, and Aaron's going no, just go away. Oh, on, just and then Cliver never went near Aaron's because he just stayed. And Cliver is not technically as good a footballer as David Brooks. But no, he's no. far more effective. Yeah. So that makes me think that okay, so if Brooks is going to have. Uh, a role to play in in this system and, and this gaffer, he's probably more suited to being a ten mm. because of the lack. And then I go, Billings better in the ten than him. Clivert's more effective in the ten. I think Scott could be more effective in the yeah. ten. Christie's shown he could do a bit in the ten. So he's he's too far down the pecking order. David Brooks needs to be playing football. So yeah, it's a it's a really frustrating one because he's clearly a quality footballer, but. Yeah, for me, he was really, really poor. And I haven't seen it. I don't know if you're going to get up your old sexy average positions or whatever, but you've, you've got it. Right, don't, don't, before before oh, you pull it up, I, I mean, I'm going to look like an idiot if this ain't the case because I haven't looked. I gar- So we had two wingers, David Brooks and Sinistera. Average positions, I guarantee you, guarantee that Sinistera is a million times wider than David Brooks. Let's see. So I bet he's virtually in the middle of the park. Yeah, so and there you go. There you go. Look at I, and what I said earlier, he was virtually on errands. Mm. He's and that's just because that's the style of football. Brooks wants the ball to feed. And what happens when we make substitutions? There's Justin Clivert. Yeah, more balance. Yeah, and and that's not that's just Brooks as a footballer. He's going, give me the ball, I want to make something happen. Whereas Clivert and City will go, I will go away. How's Max Aaron's meant to get on the pitch as well? Exactly. With David Brooks in front I think of it affects him. It's just stunted. It's stunted, and I yeah. think you know him being on the pitch sadly stunted mm. Aaron's performance because I don't think Aaron's emerged no. uh, brilliantly. From no. that game, but in the second half, much improved. Yeah, and I think um, the fact of the matter is, at half time, you're 2 0 down to QPR, and we're all going, well, Brooks got to come off, and that doesn't seem right, does it, for the quality it is? But mm. we all knew he was going to come off. Yeah. The other change was a little bit more of a surprise. Um, I did not see, I don't think anyone said, I reckon, if someone said to me at half time, I reckon we take Meps off and put Cook centre half, again, you're absolutely lost the plot. And but you, you know what? Uh, balls do do well when there's a Cook at centre half, but we just didn't all think it was Lewis. But there was a. Uh, in in a weird sort of way, I mean, this is the Iola ball, this is the unpredictable chaotic football, but it's actually a masterstroke, really. Bravo. Because how good is it to have a ball-playing like centre-back that can see the whole pitch, knows yeah. what he wants to do, spread out wide, has got the technical quality to find the players out wide or maybe yeah. thread the eye of the needle and find a midfielder um, in the middle of the pitch. I, I just think it was a superb... It was. And it just makes me think, my God, we've actually got even more options going forward than we've ever thought. Well, I think he... I mean, you look at it now, It's as I say, I'm not going to pretend that I um, I fought at half-time. That's what we should do, obviously. Yeah. Obviously not, but that's why he's a top coach. And, and now you can look back at it and go, of course. Mm. Because 
He's obviously looked at it and gone, right, they're 2 0 up. They're a team on the floor with confidence, really. They're not going to attack second yeah. half. So all I want, all I need from my centre halves is to be good on the ball. Mm. Well, Celesi is known to be good on the ball. Yeah. So sorry, Maps, but you know, let's just put Lewis there because he's not really going to have any jewels. He's just going to get the ball to his feet. Mm. And it just made perfect sense. I mean, I think Neil put it on um Neil Dawson put something on Twitter I saw that was that was bang on as well. How many managers just go just chuck another striker on, but don't think about how you're going to get the ball to the striker. Yeah, and we it just meant that we every time you know whether it's Trav just rolling out the centre halves, we had two players that can pick a pass at centre back, and that's very rare. So yeah, it was absolute masterstroke. And bringing Christie on into midfield, wow! I mean, he is almost getting to a point where he's just as imperative as Dom Solanke, which well, is crazy. This is well, this is one of the things when I saw the team lineups. Well, we'll flash them up quickly now. Uh, Kiefer Moore up top, so yeah, no Solanke, no yeah. no Christie, and this time we didn't have the luxury of having Dom Solanke on the no. on the bench like we did in the Carabao Cup against Cap- Swansea. And, and there he he yeah, and Stoke, and he changed he changed that match, and he also changed. I think he the one came on at half time in both. Yeah, he did, yeah. and having him on within you know not long at all, we were back in the game, but we didn't have that option. But Christie, he's he's becoming he's becoming a talisman. Incredible. But are we? Are we treating Kiefer Moore almost like a replacement for Dom Solanke? Because I didn't see our style particularly change no. in the first half. We were treating Moore the same as we were Dom. And then we were getting frustrated when Kiefer was doing stuff wrong. But he's he's not got the he same can, technical yeah. quality that Dom's got. No, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah, it's, we can't expect Kiefer to do what Dom does. But then do we want to change everything because we've lost one striker? No. So I think Andoni's probably going to Kiefer. I know this is not how you used to play and probably what your attributes suit. If you're going to be my backup to Dom, yeah. you need to do what Dom do, does um, against Championship centre after the end of the day. And listen, Kiefer done what Kiefer, what Kiefer does. He was frustrating for the majority. He puts a header in. I mean, he come on against Palace, he scored a header. He's, you know, he is, he is crucial for that. I mean, the, it's poor defending, but his goal, he just kind of just drifts in, bang. I mean, he's so lethal in the air. So you can see why so many clubs want him in the champ. But yeah, it wasn't, um, it wasn't really his fault, any of it. But Christie coming on, mate, it just... We said it there, Scott and Billing in the first half were doing my head in. Second half, when they had Christie around doing them, players. they were unbelievable. They were unplayable. Billing was, was class, um, got two assists in the, in the end. Um, Alex Scott, I mean, by the way, just keep Alex Scott on set pieces. Just stop yeah. trying other things. I mean, he is unbelievable at set pieces. But what's, you know, what I found also that Lewis Cook's set pieces have, though, have improved, though. Right. Because of Alex Scott. I think mm-hmm. some of his corners have been a lot better. They've been zipped in a lot faster, quicker with a bit of curl. I mean, Alex Scott nearly scored himself from yeah. a from a corner, but finding that near post. Different routines will go through our goals very, very shortly. But we've got so many different combinations and options that we yeah. can now do just to bamboozle the opposition. Now, in the first half, it wasn't quite working. Do you think that... Because in my mind, I didn't think QPR were brilliant in the first half yeah. because when you see a championship side that are low on confidence yeah. near the bottom of the championship beating a Premier League side that's some of the best form 2-0 yeah. with the nucleus of look the players that we had oh, you, strong you know, Philip Billing Sinistera Skirt, uh, Scott Cook yeah. Sinesi Tavernier that's oh, that's a point. lot of experience so but then I felt as though they they weren't Brilliant though. No, I didn't think they were like, good. We we were just poor, and that sounds like a little bit of a salty thing to say. We were just knocking we it around, doing nothing. We were awful. Yeah, we were just 
we were just too comfy, as, as we kind of mentioned. Like, we were just knocking it around, but there was no real um, urgency with it. And I think we weirdly almost needed them to counter and get a goal or two in the end to just um, mean, OK, we need to go back to, to what we're good at with this high tempo and stuff. Let's not, you know, they're quite happy for us to just knock the ball around because we're not hurting them. But they were kind of as I expected. They're, they're not a team full of confidence. They're in a relegation zone for a reason. They kind of, I mean, to be honest, I know it's a silly thing to say because they would have wanted to win the game, but... Yeah, it's probably better for them to just get out, mate. They need to focus on the league. They And actually, let's put this right. They did have, I would say, when I think of QPR, I think obviously Steve Cook is going to be one of their best centre, if not their best centre-half. Ilias Chair is probably their best player. And Chris Willock's one of their better players. So they did miss a few big players as well that might have just allowed them to try and hurt us a little bit more. So, you know, give them, give them credit for making a blimmin' good cup tie of it, to be fair. Uh, Begovic had a good game as well, I thought, which was, you know, it was nice to see him and had the armband on, then he got yeah, a nice little job. reception from the crowd, made a few really good double save later on. Um, but yeah, I thought ultimately in the end, it was a game where we didn't start very well, they, they caught us on a break and then we just up the levels a little bit because of the quality we've got available to us, mate. Um, the only concerns, like I say, Brooks obviously was concerned that we've spoke about enough. Rothwell not getting on the pitch. Mm. I mean, if he can't get on the pitch in a cup game against championship opposition, then... Concerning. Yeah, he's, he knows he's surplus to requirements, really. He's probably only not been let go because of Tyler Adams' injury because um, we need him in case of any more injuries. Um, shame we couldn't see any come on. It would have been nice, but we won the position to do that, unfortunately. Nice to see Adam Ajay yeah. get, his, get his debut. And actually, I thought, again, Tavernier done okay at left-back. Yeah, he did He did do well. Maybe and we've got loads of left-backs. He, and he also managed to get forward quite a bit as well. Tav, as you can see from, from the heat maps, you can see that left-hand side yeah. there is absolutely bristling with yeah, activity. Close. And of course, like you know, Sinistera was integral with that. It does feel like that's our side at Frey FC Bournemouth. Mm. Like, a lot of the you know good things happen from that left side. And you can see... How uh, how their left side is, you know, barely used at all. But two quick breaks, yeah. that's all they needed. And they were tuning a lot. But look, right, on Friday. Friday. Friday, yeah. Ryan Frank. Oh, yeah. He's now say. departed the country. So uh, no one can hold him to ransom for what he did. <laughs> he just he just had a walk over by the training ground. He sent me a text. Mm. He said, you know, like, I've just been walking past. He wasn't standing there watching or whatever, yeah. but he could see various players, including, by the way, Mark Ondes. Yeah, he was obviously. Um, in this kind of uh, corner routine manoeuvre. That happened right. on Saturday and they scored it, albeit they probably wouldn't have done it with a deflection, yeah. but it was that ball into the near post flick. and then flick back and then someone running in. It was planned mm. and it worked and it got us back into the game. And it was a it was a story of like three 10-minute spells, wasn't it? Because we scored, the 10 minutes late, we scored again. 10 minutes, 10 minutes late, we scored yet again. And it was all from that side. Mm. Then... And Alex Scott Corner, uh, Kiefer, Kiefer, right place, right time, yeah. just with a flick. I th he actually came from nowhere because when you watch the all yes. angle footage on AFCB, he's not even in frame. No, when you watch, he just, he just ghosts in. They've got a, I mean, one, the player that's marking him obviously can't keep up with him at the back post, and then he comes to the near post. But you've got to have someone just blocking off that space. He just runs into the near post space. Someone's got to be blocking him off there, but. Great set piece. I feel um, for a defender though, when you got a, you know a six foot twelve lump yeah, like him or God. whatever he is, yeah. uh, you running in. What what can you do? But yeah, really good flick. And then the winner, the winner, which was which was really good. I mean, was it a foul from Phil Bill or not? 
At the time, I thought it was watching it back. Never a, a lot of R8 fans Clipped just in ball. front of him. He just he just a nicks b- the ball off him. A bit of a shoulder though. Yeah, a little bit of a shoulder, but you, you clearly see him just nick the ball off him. I don't think their player was actually moaning that much, mm. which says a lot. But I remember at the time when he's running through, I'm going bloody past it. It took ages. What, he, but but you know what? He like patience is key, and he didn't have anyone anyone really around him to be fair. So he had time to pick out that pass. And I was thinking, when's he going to play it? Perfect. Clivet runs in at the right time and just put on a plate for him. And goodness. again, you never know, but my thinking is because Clivet gets on the end of it, the back, is Brooks there? I don't think he is. I don't think Brooks naturally would make that sprint and run to the back stick. I think he would come to the penalty spot. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I want a cutback. I just think that's the way Clivet is. So again... I think some some players are wired yeah. just to get in the box and be that kind of predator. Yeah. But please recall that, I mean, his record is just, is absolutely outrageous now in com- in terms of goals and competition. He scored in like, like every competition going. I mean, we played last night down Broadstone. I think he's probably scored there. He's yeah. probably been there once. He scores at everything. I think it was... But could he do it on a rainy Sunday night? I mean, it is indoors. It is indoors. There's a challenge here, Justin. Come on down. We got a few last night, didn't we, mate? Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was really nice for him because um, I think he's he's one of them players that seems to have fit the style really well. But he's not getting like loads of plaudits because I don't think every game he's he's never really the standout. No, he isn't. But he's starting to get the numbers. We will say about yeah, the numbers, he and he is starting to. You feel like he can pop up with a goal, um, and he's he's very likable. He's very um, energetic, and I, and he does suit us really well. And we've seen him start his career on the left, move into this ten role, and he actually coming on the right. Yeah. So that's nice that he very can play all them time. all them roles. So yeah, really pleased for him. And then. They didn't have a shot in the second half. They had that one cross that kind of got bundled just wide. Yeah, Max Aaron came in with the last really good block to be fair. Challenge, but really, what I did like, what I want to say is because all they did after three two was chuck a few balls in, and Travis just come out and claimed them. Travis was good. Yeah, he was really good at that. Um, Would Neto do that? No comment. But he come out and claimed them. But no, Marino. But I thought I thought Travis was absolutely fine. He didn't have much to do. Um, shame for the second one because that deflection is horrible. Isn't it? Mm. But yeah, I thought everyone, like I say, there's a few in there that you're not sure if they fit the style too much, unfortunately. But apart from that, I think it was a it was a, it was a good day. The office mate were in the hat, got the rest. Um, I mean, Savali comes on at the end, but he was virtually rested. I do think that yeah, I'm bloody pleased we haven't got a game because I think Solanke has got a knock because in the other two cup games, like we said, He's been on the bench. Yeah, but we did. He would have bought him on at half time. Yeah, I hope he's all right. Well, just remember that Tottenham, that yeah. Landon and stuff. I think he's got a slight knock. I don't think he would have started anyway, but I think he would have been there. So hopefully he's all, all good. But um, he's got a few weeks to rest, mate. So happy days. Yeah. So uh, the, the story of the two halves can be seen via the shots chalkboard, where in the first half, I mean, we still outshotted them. However, you can see overall, I mean, it completely changes, doesn't it? They didn't register a shot in the second half on target by the looks of it. So, yeah, uh, all good, all good. Cherries are into the fourth round. So who do you want to face? Well, by the time you're watching this, you will already know. You know what I want? What's it? Right, okay. You know what? Maidstone. Yes, I would say... Dream for me would be Maidstone away. And that's not, yeah, away. And that's not because, and it, you know, it's good for them. Oh, yeah. yeah TV money, hopefully, unless BBC and ITV pr- pr- pick yeah. an all Premier League tie yet again. Yeah, I mean, gone everyone well for wants him, to watch Villa Burnley or whatever. I don't know. It was Tottenham Burnley, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I think Maidstone, I mean, I'm always 
I've been to most ground, so I, I love it if there's a ground I haven't been to. So Maidstone would be great, if not too far. I'd probably take Newport or Eastleigh. I think they, they drew, because Eastleigh's around the corner if they were to win. Yeah, Silver Lake. And Newport just happens to be one of the grounds I've never been to, because I can't remember us ever playing them, because they kind of come through the leagues yeah, as we were going true, up. Actually. So I've never been to Newport, so mm. take that. Um, I, would, I would probably take any home tie against anyone that's not in the Prem. I mean, it doesn't matter. You're, like, you're saying all this, it doesn't matter, because people know. Yeah, true. People know. People know it's Liverpool away. Yeah. <laughs> um, or Norwich again. I think they got a draw. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would Norwich. love to. I would love to slap Wrexham about. I've got to yeah. be honest. Um, but yeah, I don't. I just. I know we'll get Liverpool away. So what's yeah. the point? What is the point? Scummers at home, Ryan Fraser. You know what? We've got some questions that we need to finish off. Mm. Um, some anonymous questions that came in. And we are so delighted that everyone got involved with this. We've got absolutely tons to go through. I'll so let you know if I'm delighted. We're going to work through them now. And, we're, and these are our Christmas leftovers, right? Because let's be fair, we had a few over Christmas, but there were some that came in on Christmas Day and after that. So let's go through them now. We'll, we'll zip through them oh, as God. quick as we can. That's slaughtered again, am I? Offer one piece of advice to Eddie at Newcastle. Oh, offer one piece of advice to Eddie at Newcastle. It's very difficult when he's doing re relatively I mean, he's doing so. Well. Yeah, so well. I mean, the Premier League forms a little bit. Uh, yeah. Oh, that is tough. Isn't I it? can't think of anything. Advice to Eddie. I mean, it's. It's difficult now, but I'll tell you what, we don't know who they've got in the next round, and you guys do. They've beaten Sunderland, which was obviously big for them. Mm. Go for a cup. Go for that FA Cup. Yeah. Because if you don't get Europe, so say they come eighth. I mean, I think they'll be fine and get into one of the Europe places. But say they come out, if they won a cup, them Newcastle fans... They would absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, you saw how close they were in the League Cup and how much that did for them to get to a final. And people will start asking questions, won't they, if, yeah. they, if, they, if they don't? Go, he's... Obviously, I think there was context to it, but he never really did for us. Yeah. Go for a cup. Go for a cup. Yeah. There you go. That's my there advice. You go. That's his advice. I'm sure Eddie would want um, advice. Propose one new rule and one rule amendment for the beautiful game. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, we spoke about sin bins, didn't we, once right, recently? And you're not for that because if your team's down to ten men for the next five minutes, then you'll just out, park yeah. the bus for a bit. Yeah. So that's uh, that's not one of yours. I think one of the ones that I heard previously was um, take the penalty in when it goes to extra time, take the penalty shootout before, but oh, before, fast. and then you know what the outcome is, and mm. then you've got to either win it. But then would that mean they'd park the bus as well? I was going to say. If you win the penalty shootout, you just put 10 men behind the ball. That's what I mean. I'm just thinking of the spectacle more. Um, in terms of rule amendment, get the AR. <laughs> just chuck it. Like, get rid of it. Um, that, that's literally my rule amendment. I'm trying to think of a, a good new rule. You know what? A new rule. For the last 10 minutes, throw-ins are replaced by kick-ins. Yeah, I like that. Where so you, after 80 minutes, if you're chasing the game, yeah. whip the ball into the box. If, you, if you've got a long throw to you, you can still do it. You can yeah. still do a throw, but you're allowed the option of you can just, just put the ball down and cross it. Yeah, that's cool. I'd love that. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, there's, I'm trying to think of a way that just... I think when they did it in Europe a while ago where they brought in the away goal rule, and that was because teams away would just sit back and yeah. go for nil-nil. So it was trying to get goals, and that's what I'm trying to think. How can you get more goals? Do we just go for a season just go, no offsides? <laughs> just no, everyone just, just go for it it'll be great fun but yeah I'm not sure I have to think about that um, I quite like the fact that now with in free intervals you can have five subs I think that's good um, I think I've oh. said it before that offsides are, on my opinion just do it with the feet 
Yeah. Don't, don't worry about where their heads are. Just do it with the feet yeah. alone. Put microchips in the boots, whatever. Make it easy to work out. That's what I Stop think. being scared to book, ref, uh, book goalkeepers for time wasting because they, they wait until they've done it 10 times. One, two, yeah. three. Just do it straight four. away. They won't do it again. And start saying that I've never seen, there probably must be um, a time where it's happened. I've never seen a goalkeeper who's on a card because mm. he continues time waste, get a second yellow. Yeah. They never get yeah, another yeah, one, yeah, do they? True. Yeah. True. Just send someone off. Just yeah. have a, give us more pens as well. Yeah, give us more pens. Uh, which three current players do you think have the highest potential ability? Uh, what, Alex Scott? Was that? Alex Scott. Yeah. Ilya Zabani. I mean, Slanky's still going to. Are we talking about young players? Or? Well, I guess that who's, who's got the highest ceiling, I guess. Yeah, who's, yeah. Who could end up at. Man City, who could be in Nathan Ake. I would say well, Barney, Scott, definitely. Yeah. Dom's been at big clubs. Yeah. Even though I think Dom is class. I'm just trying to think who could be the other one. Um, Are we talking like a Justin Cliver or someone like nah, that? Maybe, no. I don't think, I think he's... Is Semenyo? Nah, I don't think he's... I think he's class, but I don't think he'll go to a big... I'm thinking who could go to a big, big club. Kirkes. That's what I was going to say. He's a left back. He's a teenager still. Yeah, yeah. Kirkes, Zavani and Alex Scott, yeah. Great question. Ryan Frederick. Oh. <laughs> When did you last cry? <laughs> That's a question. When did, when did I you last cry? cry? I don't, I'm a crier as well. Uh, I am a crier. I, uh, I can't think of the last time I cried though. I don't want to be too I watched deep a, as well. I watched a drama the other day on TV and a little tear went down my face. What, what was it? I don't know what it was. Amadeus or something? I've got no idea. Was it like a, like a crime it, drama? It was like a Netflixy thing. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, when did I last? I want to know when I last cried. I think. It, but to be fair, I don't get too deep. It might have been. Do you ever cry at football? Yeah, or, or I've, I've cried over football. Yeah, but more happy. I've cried more happy. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Charlton and. I do, yeah, I mean, I cried tears of joy at Spurs away. I didn't imagine yeah. uh, when we beat Man United recently. I didn't. Spurs, Spurs mm. I definitely did. Yeah. Um. So yeah, tears of joy, hundred percent. You know joy. what? Actually, when we got promoted as well. Yeah. I. You know when they did the nonny chant never to be heard again yeah um that sort of made me quite emotional when they played it after the forest game yeah, yeah. uh that was quite nice and then the, like even that's on the vlog and i get a bit that sort of choked me up a little bit but i think i what, what was it on netflix i watched but it was a sad scene yeah and i you know but i try to be a man about it like yeah i'm not crying yeah exactly i, I don't know i yeah i've quite a few i've quite a few of the uh, gervais things afterlife derek they they've, they've little yeah. moments uh, in there yeah, made yeah, me nice, a little bit nice. but yeah not really the, i think the last time was probably jefferson lama signs for crystal palace uh, tom yeah you're sacked from back of the net oh, am i yeah okay cry no all right Call me that much. i don't need you um what's the oh god what's the worst thing you've witnessed an afcb fan do oh god you know what? I, I do. I mean, I won't name names. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, don't name names, Jesus. No, no, I'm not going to name names whatsoever. Uh, I saw one with a half and half scarf. That's, oh, okay. that's probably the worst thing in football. Um, one of the signs that say, oh, Clive, I love you. Give me a shit. Well, this was back in the day. Okay. Back when we had a bit of a... We had a bit of an element. I mean, we 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 pre, we probably have a little bit of an element now that is very casual. Mm. However, um, I remember walking across the field at Kings Park and one Bournemouth fan. There was a little bit of tension between two sets of supporters as they were walking back from the game, or was it going to the game? Mm. And I saw some fan with a metal pole, like a small metal pole inside a Tesco's plastic bag. Really? Yeah. When he was definitely a Bournemouth fan. Ha yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, I know him. Oh, well, I'll ask you off, off air. I did know him. Yeah, yeah. Do know. It's, it's fine. Um, 
And I was what the, what's going on there? Yeah, Tiggs does get Larry, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. Um, but I haven't 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 seen her for what a was long it like time. lower leagues? Yeah, lower league yeah. days. I was Big thinking, game, what like, what are you doing with that? Um Maybe um, he had a job to do after. Yeah, perhaps right, he was a but, scaffolder. Yeah, exactly. Just, Come you know, on. taking it to, taking um, his work to the football. Yeah, I but think, yeah, I was thinking, hang on a sec, you're is that like what's going on here? Because yeah. I was a bit young and naive. I was like, is he he's not gonna that's, but I didn't actually see it happen. But that's the, you know, potentially what an AFC up there, do. up there with a metal pole. But is it is half half scarves, half and half scarves, metal pole. And I heard a group of fans trying to rhyme tequila with Sanasi. Did you? Yeah. We might have another song coming later on, which I'm going to ask you to sing based on one of the feedback oh, forms God. that I took a, a glimpse at. Okay. Um, rank, <laughs> rank in priority the order of these competitions for next season. Now, I suppose this is not for AFC Bournemouth. Does it say? Because it says Europe, does it? I mean, it says Europa League. I mean, I mean, it could. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, let's say, yeah. let's say that, let's, let's hypothetically, we did get into Europe, okay? Yeah. yeah. So, and let's say, let's call it the conference, right? Yeah. So. And let's say we've done it by winning the FA Cup, which means we'll be in the Community Shield because Community Shield's there. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. We've won the FA Cup. Yeah. So, Premier League, Europa Conference, FA Cup, League Cup, Community Shield. What are our priorities? I would always say mm. Premier League should be top because we want to stay. Agreed. We want to stay in the Premier League. Yep. Uh, second would be Europe. Yeah. FA Cup, League Cup, Community Shield. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's quite comfortable. People, Some people would say FA Cup maybe, every, but I think Europe, yeah, Europe would be more about, we wouldn't be thinking about winning it, would we? We would just be thinking about enjoying it. Like speaking um, of the FA Cup and like the way that ITV and BBC have done their TV picks, which has been awful matter. for the lower league clubs, but also like some people were talking about like scrapping replays and stuff, which from Premier Leagues. But, you know, lower league clubs need that. I mean, you're know, getting a one-all draw at, Oh. You know, either home or away, and then bringing them back or Easily going to their place draw, and yeah. having a share of the receipts. It's it huge. There was Thomas Frank said about it was he Thomas. Was, yeah, that's it. He said it because um, obviously Brentford have got a replay against Wolves, um, and he said about scrapping them. He needs to be careful because Brentford not long ago were in money problems, like we were, mm. not that long ago, and a few replays in that would have got they were in debt. That would have helped them get out of debt. It would have earned them half a million quid which could have cleared some of the debt. So you've got to be careful with it. Um, you know, it, from a selfish point of view, if you're a Premier League club, you go, I don't want another game. I get that. But in a wider picture, um, I really felt for, I think it was Chesterfield away at Watford, they could see the last minute. And you could just tell that it wasn't the fact they were out. They thought, that draw, bring them back to Chesterfield. Yeah. They're in the conference now, like uh, National League, sorry. So, yeah, I think replays are absolute. They're, I mean, they're absolutely monstrous for, for the smaller clubs. So you can't scrap them at what, all. What about... Just for, deal with it. Play, play the young player. You're a Premier League team. You've got a big enough squad. Deal with it. What about for a potential rule change? Because, look, the FA Cup... The there is there integrity in it anyway, where some grounds have VAR and oh, then yeah. some don't. So you can have a, an identical situation happening in one stadium Ridiculous. and it will be awarded a goal, but not in the other because they haven't got the cameras. Like what? Yeah. However, like what about this? What about this? In the third round hmm. and above, maybe, if you're drawn against a team maybe two divisions below yeah. or more, that team has the choice of whether it's home or away. Okay. Because at home, you obviously get, you know, home advantage, but then away, okay. the shoot, you, you like, you'll get a bigger yeah, share yeah. of the money. Yeah, so, yeah. For, for instance, if, like, Maidstone were drawn against, I don't know, Man United or whatever, mm. or Man City or Liverpool or whatever, yeah. you know, you, you, 
you sort of want to play them at home because, but then playing them away, getting fifty percent of that—that's well, an absolute financial. Well, that's the thing. If Maidstone were to get Manuel, Manuel might not go through. Who knows? While we're recording, yeah. but say Maidstone got Man United at home, and they were one 0 up with five minutes to go, Maidstone. There would be a there's a world where the owners and stuff would go. I wouldn't mind man you getting a late bit leveler, yeah. and we go to Old Trafford. That's how big it is. They they so ownership might even say I prefer a draw than win. Mm. Getting them games, so it is massive. And yeah, I know what you mean. There's got to be a way to to do it. But then like I've heard people say, oh, there shouldn't be Premier League all Premier League ties. But then that's an advantage to the Premier League teams because they're playing a team weaker. Yeah. Like at least now we've seen Arsenal out already. You know, because they had Liverpool, you know, for example. So I've seen that because it's League Cup week in at semi-finals uh, next couple of days, and they've scrapped VAR because it's not fair because Middlesbrough, yeah, I'm going blah blah blah. Yeah. So yeah, they need to look at all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. Are you worried about Bill Foley's age? Do you worry about the succession of ownership to no. someone else and what they may do to the club? Well, put it this way: like I think he's going to live forever. I've not put him on death on Vlad's death suite. Yeah. If if you've not seen that Twitter account, look it up. Vlad's, don't. Um, yeah, maybe don't. It's a bit morbid. Um, however, look. Um, are you worried? I think there is a succession plan. Yeah, there will be. And they, they, they would be stupid not to yeah, have one. Of course. They're not gonna... He is older, of course. But yeah. It's not he's obviously be. in very, very good health. Yeah, and it's, and it's not going to be a case where, you know, no one knows what they're doing when, if, when or um, he goes or whatever. I think, I think his son is, is starting to be involved in some capacity um, without hearing too much about it, I believe. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried. I mean, you know, as long as he's in good health, which it seems he is, you know, I'm not, not concerned yeah. about that in terms of what they're talking about, which is the succession plan afterwards. You're walking down the street and on the left, you see Ryan Fraser being mauled by a bear. And on the right, Chucky Araben about to sign a new 10-year, £50 million contract with us. You can only intervene with one. Which is it? Chucky. And so you would intervene. Okay. So I have to intervene with one of them, I'm saying. Yeah. I have to choose. I'd probably just keep... I'd probably go over to Chucky. Oh, you do have a little chat with him. Um, I'd say to Chucky... If Chucky's there on his own, I'll go to Fair Play to you, mate. Sign up. Okay. Yeah, I, I like you. You're a good lad. So you, you would not intervene and try to break up... Uh, a mauling of Ryan Fraser by a, a bear. As long as the bear was winning comfortably, I'm not nothing about that at all. I'll um, might get my photo. I suppose. I suppose the way that's worded. Yeah. Me. I mean, saying they're both bad things. Yeah. Um, which one would you rather stop, stop happening? Well, definitely rather stop Chucky Silent. I don't care about Fraser getting mauled by a bear. Would I want to stop that? I'd encourage the bear, maybe. Maybe a bit of encouragement. Um. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd just, I'd so, assume it. Either way, hmm. it, like whatever that Ryan Fraser song is that we're not supposed to be singing. I Tom's happy with that. I'd assume that Fraser's probably they're probably having a game or something, and he's decided not to turn up. So yeah. yeah. Michael B. Jordan hoodie and a new kit. What's that all about? Oh yeah, do you see that? He was at training the other day. Yeah, I've, I've seen the hoodie. Where, yeah. yeah, is it like some some American website? Yeah, I can't remember. With it, an AFC and. In, is there something about a new kit? Do you say that in the car on the way up to mm. where did we play the weekend? Probably QPR. Yeah. You said um, the teams have license to do a one-off special kit for the FA Cup. Is that right? Yeah, like a fourth kit or something. I think Palace done it um, for their one of their charities in the game against Everton. Arsenal, Ars it. yeah, Arsenal did it. I think that was to do with kind of knife crime and stuff. Wasn't yeah, it? Like, no more red. No more red. That's it. Um, so I think you've got license to have like kind of a special. Um, so I wonder if they're thinking more about that potentially um, I think everyone needs to calm down a little bit I think he's probably just like ticking off out of a few designs I don't think he sat there with a doodle pad yeah, yeah. and making the kit and in terms of the hoodie yeah I can't think of it right now but I did find someone put a, 
a link up to where it is, and there's like a limited edition amount of yeah. these. You can get a bit of t-shirt as well with this little badge on. I think they're about thirty dollars or something. Um, but yeah, looked alright. What did you make of the female ref on Saturday? Well, firstly, just because she's female, I do, do you have to put it. What did you make of the ref yeah, on Saturday? That's what you're meant to be saying, right? Um, I thought the, I thought she was poor in parts. Yeah, no better or worse than than what you see regularly, no, really. She I got better as the game went on, but I think we, we were probably focusing on the problems you do, more. Yeah. The, but there was... Um, she booked Phil Billip, um, Phil, Phil Billing. Yes, I think that was a de- I, definitely yellow because Billing goes like that. Yeah. Uh, which is a yellow card. But how the player didn't get booked, I won't exactly. know. Exactly, yeah. That's um, what... But there's a few decisions that you think, just like every game, where I thought, that's a bit harsh. And, and Lewis got yellow and I thought, how did none of theirs get yellow? Some mm. of their time. But it wasn't a horrific display. There wasn't any massive calls. I didn't think no, like penalty decisions, stuff like that. So, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, you have to make three swaps with three other non-top six English clubs. Right. One squad, two manager, three stadium. Well, I guess non-top six. So, I guess they're saying Man U, Man yeah. City, Liverpool, Are we talking Chelsea, about the big, Arsenal, 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 Villa. Yeah. Actually, no. I'm going to go squad. I just think they're getting the better. Actually, yeah, it's got to be Villa. Newcastle? I think Villa got better squad. I think it's got to be Villa. All right. It has to be Villa. What but, about... But then I was going to say Emery. Um, well, would you Would you? Say... No. What am I talking about? Villa squad. Eddie Howe. Yeah. And then Stadium. stadium. I mean, uh, are we going to say one that is... Yeah, I know what I'm doing. We're not going to go too big. Well, I'm not doing. Yeah. Master Villa squad. Eddie Howe in charge. A Kenilworth Road, baby. Not, not Brentford or something? Nah, let's go Kenilworth. Love it. Love it. Oh, I'll, I'll, buy the, I'll buy the house. <laughs> yeah, you probably would, mate. I'd just sit at the top. Yeah, lovely. I'd make sure I'm friends with the person that lives there anyway. Do you know what I mean? Joey Barton, WTF. Thoughts, boys? I mean, his tweets have been causing some friction on social. I don't know if you realise this. Mm. I actually blocked him the other day. I not muted. Like, not to make a stand because yeah. he's not going to realise. I just don't want to see his tweets. Yeah. I just don't want to see them. And look, um, I think some of his opinions that he says are laced with things that he shouldn't say. Yeah. For instance, comparing certain female pundits to mass murderers and stuff. I mean, what the hell? I mean, the, it, like, there's a better way to criticise a female pundit. And look, um, I think his problem is that they have no experience within the male game. Just that crap. So that, that, you know, we've got no experience within the male game in terms of a in terms of a decent level. Um, so, but we're we're here running, and like Arsenal Fan TV's got what uh, one point five million subscribers, and it's one of their sort of most viewed uh, channels on YouTube. Some of their ratings are better than what some Sky Sports games and TNT. So, mm. what are they? Is like Robbie not allowed to say oh, what he wants to say because he's never played at a professional level before? How far do we go down? We go well. Eddie Howe can't manage the Champions League. He never played there. That's a load of rubbish. Like, how, how far do we go? I've, I've got a rash down that I haven't. But for argument's sake, I've got a rash down there. Mm. I go in, doctor, best doctor in the game, female. Okay, you ain't got that. <laughs> and it's a load of crap, absolute load of rubbish. Um, I think you know he, he's obviously. I mean, there was what there's. He's one got a new pod that, coming out. Yeah, exactly. And there's one pundit that's being targeted particularly, and I, I don't particularly think she's great either. No, um, but then there are also male pundits that are also Michael atrocious. Like, but the get out clauses, they they've played the no, professional I game. I don't care. Um, but then some of the things they say. I mean, like even Jamie Redknapp. This. Is a corner. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. We know, goal, we know, though, Jamie. So yeah, I mean, Joey Barton can get in the bin. Yeah, toss. Um, what are your thoughts? Ah, safe standing. What are your thoughts on yeah. safe standing? AFCB, something the club put out. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, last week, I think it's like row J and above. Yeah. 
Um, and what Another happens if it, that's going to be from the Man City game? And mm. I think if you're sat there and you, I mean, especially if you're in row K and above, mm. if you're sat down, you probably won't be able to see what is going on because there's going to be a person in front of you. But people who do prefer sitting are being offered the chance to mm, relocate. But I just hope in similar vantage points yes uh maybe not the same stand but maybe just a row below or something but it's not going to please everyone no. but safe standing is a thing that we've all been crying out for yeah i'm pleased with it i think uh, the atmosphere is, is is not great at home it'd be great to try and change that uh, obviously you can't if you make any sort of changes there's going to be some people that are going to be unhappy i think my, my would you change your seat because you're row e yeah no i'd, I'd probably think about it i mean if you had the offer to I will at the end of the season, apparently. Yeah. And um, if you want to, you can apply to to move. So I'll think about that when it comes. But um, yeah, I, I think my my grandparents when we went up to the Premier League, they were over in the main stand, and they were right at the back, and they had to move because of the press and stuff and the cameras and that. It's not ideal. They don't want to move. But you know, change and progress and all change this stuff. Happens. Unfortunately, some people and I do feel for people that potentially like to sit down and now got to move. It's, you know, it's not their fault. But unfortunately, you can't please everyone. I overall am happy we've got safe standard. I don't think they've done it for the atmosphere. I think they've probably been told. No, you, but to. it probably will as a byproduct yeah, of it will. happening. Will improve the atmosphere, and that's yeah. one thing we've been crying out for for ages because we're yeah. we're too you know sedentary. I think of the football, and I think we need a better atmosphere. Yeah, because and if if it helps that, then I'm all for it. So, yeah, fair play. Great question there. Um, All-time favourite AC ball player? We've probably answered this on the last one, did we, Fletch? I was about to say 3 2 one Steve Fletcher, yeah. There all right, go. yeah. Uh, please mention the money spent last summer and previous January. This isn't Little Bournemouth now. The aims and ambitions for this and next season. Survival isn't enough now. And also, which teams you want to come up from the championship? Um, okay. Um we aren't the same club, are we? No, we know that. We aren't. But I think people from the outside look at the stadium. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing we'll always be, you know, that's our identity, I suppose. Yeah. That's the bricks and mortar assets, even though we don't own them. That's what people always look at yeah. when they judge the size of the club. But you're right, off the pitch, we're spending a lot of money. Yeah, small small steps up, up the division, like I say, this season. Make sure you stay up. You just keep keep plodding along is, is what we want. We want progression, of course. You've got to remember it because you've got to get things right because there's been so many teams in the past. I actually think of QPR when they came up and got Brazilian goalkeeper and Rio Ferdinand and they went straight back down. So you've still got to get it all right. It's not just about splashing the cash. But yeah, we've got to look forward. I think in terms of coming up and realistic, because there's no point of saying Rotherham when they're bottom of the no, league. No. Um, I don't want Southampton and Leeds to come up, obviously. Leicester are going to come up and I'm fine with that because Leicester is a decent away day. I don't mind yeah. it. Um, it should be cool because it's a new team. Why? Do, why don't you want? To, I mean, Southampton's a great away day, isn't it? Really? No, not really. I mean, it's local. It's we can all get on the trains and six a, points, and we'll beat them. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, but but no. Um, Leeds, no. Uh, loads of views on 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 yeah. YouTube. I can't be asked for that. And it's a trek. Um, so I don't want say Sunderland, Middlesbrough because okay. of how far it is. We've got yeah. Newcastle. Trying to think, I don't want Hull, who are just on the edge, so it's not ideal, because you always want one a little bit more local. You know how I'd want to come up that... I'll tell you what, go on. Bristol City, I would love them to get but they're nowhere near. No, Coventry are not far from playoffs. Yeah. I'd take Coventry, I like Coventry as an away day. Good booze, uh, that, oh, what was it called? I'm, Longford Engine. Longford Engine, loads of, uh, Loads of cues, though. Um, yeah, so I've got real kind of realistic that I'd want. I'd go Leicester, Ipswich, Coventry. Okay. Uh, when why when Bournemouth score do you celebrate like Bournemouth have just scored the winner in the Champions League final every time? 
Do we do that? I don't think we do. I mean, at QPR, it was very... Uh, I mean, you had a quiet word with me at all. You weren't limbs. You were just like, yeah. Sam, can I just say something? I told you. Um, you told me. No, I'd celebrate because... Well, because it's our club that we love. I mean, are we not allowed to celebrate? The thing is, I hate on Twitter and X is the social media, the celebratory police. Yes, gatekeeping of celebrations is ridiculous. Just enjoy it. You know, they've celebrated... You know, for instance, like uh, uh, when we played Luton in the championship season, Mm. when they won 3-2, that last minute, was it Naismith who scored that? Yes, right. That three-two goal, and they were fans were on the pit. Well, there were a few fans yeah. on the pitch. There were players on the pitch. They were hugging yes. and stuff. Enjoy it. Just let them. Yeah, uh, brilliant, brilliant, and fair yeah. play to them. And look, it's a last-minute goal yeah. against a team that you know is in and around the promotion race. So Just why not? But it. even if they're not, enjoy it. Just enjoy. I it. celebrate a strike at ten. Been bowling like I've won the Champions League. Yeah. Anyway, it's next question. Next question. Right. Um, mm. Looking at the players that have become marginalised, now we alluded to this earlier, Brooksy. Uh, so which players have become mar- uh, marginalised and players that have become key, like Semenyo? Is this a reason why results have improved? I mean, there are a few players that I think are going to be struggling going forward yeah. under Andoni Areola's system and Brooksy is one of them. But I suppose if we're looking at the key players as well that have maybe taken us by surprise, yeah, Semenyo, Semenyo is definitely one of them, isn't he? Yeah, it? and he, he's he's one that the opposite of Brooks has benefited with the style because of the way he plays. Joe Rothwell, I think, I don't know where he fits in no. in terms of players being marginalised. Yeah, because like, he's, he's not a bad footballer. It's just, no. I just don't think it quite works. Um, but it, why though? Because he's, he's, he's good, isn't he? I like, don't think he's... He's all right... He's quite comfy. I don't think he gets about the pitch enough. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen too much of him, to be fair. Um, But yeah, there's obviously a reason for it. But yeah, I think that's what happens. I always think a good example I thought to make was um, last season uh, we had Jack Stevens on loan. And he was really pivotal, wasn't he, at the end? With his defending, his just blocking. He clearly wasn't a great footballer. Mm. But perfect defender for a relegation battle. If we had not let Gary Nil go... I would have said, try and get Jack Stevens back because he'll suit what Gary, how Gary plays. He'll be a really good defender for him. In an Iriola system, he'd be useless. Yeah, true. And that's just the way it is. Uh, certain players certain, uh, um, fit suit certain systems and Semenyo is definitely one for that. Right, we're going to zip through the rest of these questions now. With Arsenal sniffing around Solanke, would you take Jesus and £20 million for the swap in January? No. Okay. No, that's it. There's so someone else on the blooming medical room. Jesus. Right, Tom, I said you got to sing a song. Right, um, here we go, here we go. We had this chart. I've been thinking about key Bournemouth songs and chants, and I think that Minus 17 could be reintroduced with a change to the ending. Tom Jordan, take it away. Bournemouth, do you want me to do it properly as well? Yeah, Bournemouth yeah. had a dream on Minus 17. We had no money, so we signed the players on loan. We came from the back with pace and attack. We're AFC Bournemouth. We still have a dream. I won't expect that. We're AFC Bournemouth. We, we still, still have a dream. Um, that doesn't rhyme with attack or back. No, it doesn't quite, does it? Um, we'll work on that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Muzz. Uh, appreciate that. Top man. Maybe I really appreciate that. Um, would you be unhappy if they got rid of VAR, said Roy? Would no. you Would you be unhappy? Mate, I'll be gu- but then think, th- think of those moments that we've had. Dan Gosling at Chelsea. I don't care. I mean, it didn't save us that season anyway, did don't it? don't care. Yeah, I would celebrate. I would celebrate like mad if I got it. I can don't I, care. Can are I... you going to get... Right, we'll have a few decisions that would we'll go, oh, VAR was there. That wouldn't have got it. Who cares? That's, uh, can care. I play devil's advocate? No. Andoni Ariola would not be AFC Bournemouth man. Oh, he wasn't yeah, he VAR. would. He would. Would he? Yeah. Because Liverpool wouldn't have got a penalty at Anfield. Maybe. I don't know. 
there would have been so many decisions in every game. Who cares? But at the end of the day, it's I'd rather just go, ref was crap today, whatever, move on, that happens to everyone, rather than going, ref was crap today, and then he got loads of people on the screen somewhere, and they were crap as well, so we had to look at it again, and that was crap. And yeah. It just does made in. I, I, when you go to games every week like we do, it just can't be arsed with it. It does made in, get rid of it. Is Dom Solanke going to be the best forward the club has ever had? Getting close, isn't he? You reckon? I think he's close, isn't he? I mean, Ted McDougall's all right. No, I don't remember him. Like, I know it's the statistically, yeah, class. He'll but... be watching you and he'll be looking at that cap thinking you're wearing a cap again, Tom. He's obviously class, but I'm, Bloody legend. I'm, I'm so young. Yeah, absolutely ledge. Um, and Fletcher's ledge, but as a talented footballer, in terms of ability as a footballer, Dom Solanke's close, yeah. in my opinion, already, yeah. Um, Got to be close and, yeah, let's move say. Who do you think is our most underrated player this season? Underrated, because I... Oh. I mean, uh, they're all rated, really, aren't That's they? That's what I mean, because Smithy's getting the plaudits of his comeback, I think, so he's normally underrated, but I think people have seen that, actually, no, he's done really well. There so aren't he's getting... many. There aren't many that... Um, underrated, because Chrissy ain't underrated now. No, no, um, he's not. I'd actually say Tav. Yeah. I think, because he scored so many crucial goals last season, people are going, well, Tav ain't as good as he... Yes, he is. Mm. I think he's got... I can't remember what the stat was, actually. I had it on my phone. I'm going to have a quick look, because I know that I saved it. Um that Tav has actually, here you go, four goals or assists in his last five. Marcus Tav oh, there. Yeah. And he's played at left back, right back, right wing back, left wing back, left mid, right mid. You know what I mean? He plays everywhere. Love Tav. Go with Tav. Uh, we've had uh, a comment in today. Uh, guys, my question is, if Foley is going down the franchise football route, could you see Foley launching a Red Bull-style group in the next 10 years with AFCB being top of the group? Uh, kind of are anyway, aren't we? Yeah, we, we kind of are, just without the sponsorship yeah. name, I suppose. So we're, we're pretty much there already. It we'll probably... sounds like, by the way, this young Ecuadorian lad. Zambrano. Yeah, Zambrano. You've probably got a chant already, I know. Zambrano. It rhymes. But he's like 19, mm. five million pounds has been banded about, yeah. that kind of amount. Uh, he was linked with Manchester United. Luton were interested in him for quite yeah. a bit. But then Foley on this CBS Golazzo interview, whatever, basically says... Yeah, so we've got this uh, this young lad coming. It's South like, America, hang on, like, is he is he you saying know? things he's supposed to be saying it? Because we've yeah, heard nothing about it apart from what. But Foley's like almost certain mm. that it's been rubber stamped already. Yeah, well, I think this is what will happen. Though we'll get these sort of players, and they'll go out to Lauren for a bit, develop them, and then get them to us when they're better. Well, that's Fabre it. will be one, won't he? Yeah, um, yeah, probably Lauren. Uh, Hibs will, will obviously be involved in that as well and Auckland, the Auckland side and yeah. then it sounds like a Belgian team um, as well and so we're the top of that pile so um, yeah that's probably how it's going to how it's going to go anyway mate Chris Edwards from the States corking question uh, seems like this year's retro kit has been a hit well it has we've not lost in it what other kit from the past would you like to see brought back and I know so, straight away oh okay well you know okay I, I well I think I know both of yours Go maybe um Blue and black stripes, like Inter Milan style. Maybe green and black? Yeah, they're the two. Yeah. They're the two. Um, the blue I, and black stripe one is beautiful, by yeah, the way. Like oh, the, 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 the green like A1 black. windscreens. Yeah, green and black. I think it was like 97, 8 or something. I remember having it with Willie Huck on the back. Well, yeah, yeah. We, yeah I had uh, David Town. Oh. No, I mean, I, did, I didn't have it on the back, but I remember going to Stoke City, the Britannia as it was then. Yeah. We lost 2-0 and David Town came on. 
He always came and, on. And you know, there was a ball that was played perfectly to him. It was a lobbed pass, but him being short went out for a throw and went yeah. over his head. Yeah, he did have a dash going in the other town. But yeah, I would go for them too, mate. Have you got any others that you can think off the top of your head that you would maybe think about? I not, like them too. No, not really. I mean, those two especially. I mean, I, 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 that blue and black one, I think. So. I think Vinnie Goodfield, I always see, I think he's still got ears and it's in pretty good condition yeah you see him a few oh yeah. my god yeah they're unbelievable they'll be the two definitely yeah Chris Edwards thank you very much really appreciate it and that sums up Ooh, questions that stick. we've had so yeah we got through them pretty quickly we've also no one got... mentioned that I go down early for a point uh, no there was one. Oh, fair enough I mean, there was one. Uh, why does Tom miss so mm -hmm. many goals? But we did cover that yeah, yeah, on the last something. show. But look, um, it would be quite interesting. I mean, I suppose you could probably tell by the goal times, couldn't you? Yeah. Although when you see <laughs> Phil Billing scoring after 58 minutes at Cardiff, you probably think Tom's seen that. Yeah, that was that was a dodgy one, that. Um, but apart from that, yeah. Normally, we don't want to have a drink. Yeah, I don't really care. I've seen, I've seen more, more goals than most people that I know, so because mm. I don't yeah. miss a game. Exactly. But. And like we said, he doesn't he doesn't leave on 80 minutes to avoid the traffic. How many? Until the very end. How many have seen Brooklyn Genesini score at Norwich away? Yeah. yeah. About 50 of us there. All right. What Great a day. day. What a day. Best thing Todd Campbell done for I can tell you who did see that one. Mike Botto. Yeah, he was sat with us. Wasn't he was there, wasn't he? What a loyal. Nice. What a loyal. loyal. I don't think he thought it was him, though. I think he thought um, Alex Scott scored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You are horrible. No, I love Potter. So funny. Yeah. Um, we also put out a tweet asking for your topics of conversation. Uh, yeah. Heather, uh, transfer targets, talking about any transfer targets or maybe any uh, loans in or yeah. out. I mean, I think Kiefer... He'll go. Probably. Oh. I, I would like to see... I mean, I'm not too sure where David Brooks's future really no. lies, but... You'd have to get cover, though. You, you would have to get cover. Because of Hammer Troy situation yes, as well. Yes, exactly. So I, I think he needs football regularly. And Bournemouth is not the place for him to get it. Agreed, but I don't think we let him go unless we've got someone no, yeah. lined up. I say with Kiefer, really, but I do think we'll have something oh, something lined up because uh, Kiefer needs to go and play. Um, I think a lot of it depends on Lloyd Kelly's situation, um, whether he goes on a new deal or just plays within the season. Because if he does kind of what Lerma did last season, Lerma was fine, mm. still playing and leaving. So if Kelly does that, then we probably don't need cover at the back. Yeah. Um, and Hill's obviously coming back. So... Yeah, I don't think, I t we, we all know not, not a lot's going to happen in this window. I think the main thing will be Kiefer going out on loan and us bringing in another striker to just kind of sit there and, yeah. and play now and again when, when Dom's out or, you know, needs resting and stuff. Um, can't figure out on top of the head. We obviously went for Daka, but he's playing a few minutes now. Iniacho's at Leicester not really playing. He might be one you look at, but Danny Ings, a few people are looking at. Yeah, just, just like a, a backup kind of player that's happy to play second fiddle to Dom, to be honest. Robbie Sargent, uh, is Iriola the best in-game management coach we've ever had? I think Alex Deutsch tweet, I, I'm always referencing him because he always comes up with really good tweets and, yeah. and topics of conversation. But And uh, Robbie said the same thing here. Uh, maybe. His changes that he seems to make yeah, very good. are so, so good. I mean, it was it was really interesting, though, like Lewis Cook being pulled back to centre-back. And then at a stage, it was like Phil Bill was playing up front. Yes. Wasn't it, when Keith Moore was taken off. Yeah, he put in there for a bit. And yeah, it's, it is very clever and does does feel like that. You feel like you've got more trust in, in what you're doing than we've had previously, for sure. Um, and even at the end when they go 3-2, he, he brings a body on, but he just moves Cook back up. He doesn't, chuck, he doesn't just go five at the back at mm. the point. So, yeah, um, I probably agree with that at the moment, but it's early days. OK, and we'll zip through the last five minutes. Uh, Pete East, do we have a player who could replicate what Christie does in the team if he was injured? Ooh. No. 
Don't that player that does exactly what Chris. I think we'd find a way to make it work. Uh, could Alex Scott be that player? He could be a little bit, give a bit more of a license to be a bit more box to box and, and stuff like that. I don't think we we have a player that does exactly what Christie does. Um, but we have got players that that do stuff better than Christie. So you know we'd probably have to just tweak a few little bits and bobs. Um, this shows how important he is because Dan, as I said, the exact same questions. Yeah. What are the alternatives to Ryan Christie's? I think you could. There, there's a world where obviously we haven't seen Tyler Adams yet, but uh, he's not that type of player. But there's a world where you play Tyler Adams. Um, Cook and Scott you have a little bit more security in there but, and you allow Scott to do yeah. a bit of that so yeah I, I, we haven't got someone that does what Christie does no we haven't um, and I think it's very hard to find that sort of player James has said I feel like even at 2-0 down the comeback never felt in doubt I was obviously against QPR we're talking about I think Oriana has given his team a new lease of confidence that we've never seen before I can also see Kelly staying the longer this good run goes on for especially if we mm. push for Europe do you agree with that? No I don't. No. I, I, I can see what you're saying, um, and I'd love that to be the case. I just think I I don't know, but I just feel like Lloyd's mind's probably made up. But he wouldn't be the main man at wherever he goes. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't have thought he'd be the main man. He'd have to drop down, which I can't see. Um, but no, I just I just don't. I just think he's got to a stage where he's probably ready to move on and, and start a new. Do you know what I mean? Whatever. So I just I I don't personally see Lloyd Kelly staying, but if he does, then it would be amazing um, if he signed a new deal. But yeah, can't see it personally. FPL Commander, should we attack each game with intent to trap our opponent upfield from the off? Doing it well that we have a result like Manchester United doing it at half pace and we get a first off scoreline yeah. like at QPR. I think, it's the, I think you've got to remember that there's another team playing the match. Like, it's all right to say we play like we did, like at Old Trafford. We about. can't always be the team to dictate how the game. No, goes. because Man United were trying to knock the ball around, so we could just go, all right, sit back, bang, energy. Well, we can't do that against QPR because they let us have the ball. But it makes a point. Should we only start with players that are fully fit for now and to play that? Because Brooks isn't that type of player. Kiefer Moore's not the type yeah. of player that will do that. Yeah, no. Do but... we need to slightly adapt the way we play when we have, have these players. players that aren't maybe? Uh, you know, yeah. applying the intensity. Well, that's up. Yeah, that's up to to the gaffer in it. In terms of you can look at it both ways. You can go, okay, because we've got these sort of players, Kiefer Moore, Brooks, as you mentioned, will tamper how we play. Mm. Or, and then he goes, if you want to be in my team, you've got to tamper the way you play to yeah. my system. And that's what's happening at the moment. And I don't think they're quite quite on it, which is just one of them things, mate. Brilliant. So there we go. We have wrapped up the Christmas leftovers we've munched through them and also we've got through some of your comments and questions on Twitter today for what's been a, a second look mm. at a podcast that's been over an hour oh, long oh, you, oh, lucky. Oh, you lucky things and look just because there is a couple of weeks break doesn't mean the content stops here on the back of the net including mm-hmm. a couple of away day yeah, shows yeah. on the got Forest to catch up on um, as well Tottenham. as Spurs yeah. as well do you know who we've got in to do the wow factors um, no go on Shall I give you a clue? No, the Aussies. We've got both the Aussies. No, I love it. Yeah, Kieran, love it. of course, has done Forest before. But Ryan's well, doing that. And then we've got Kieran doing Spurs, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So, yeah. That Wait, try that down, that. And also, there's going to be uh, an extra like mini vlog over the next uh, oh, week or so. On Friday, the development team. Are play- and by the way, let's let's all get down there. If you Let's all get playing? down there. Cardiff. What, home? Home. We're card up, are we? right, Friday, um, and we're gonna we're gonna use it them. as a sort of mini meetup. So um, 
if you're if you're a subscriber to the channel and you why not come down say hello because we're going to be doing a, like a mini vlog for the game. When is it? What time? Friday afternoon. Afternoon. Yeah, Friday, um, one o'clock at New Cuthbury. That's at Wimborne, AFC Bournemouth under twenty three or development side playing Cardiff. Come on down because we're going to be doing a little vlog. It'd be good mm. to put some names to faces. They got a bar there. They serve hot food, uh, drinks, etc. And yeah, it'd be nice to see as many people getting behind the boys. We'll talk about this on a on a future video and on our socials as well. But if you fancy getting down there, um, let, and let us know whether you're coming down there, put it in the comments as well, because then I know which usernames are going to be actually mm. appearing in the flesh to say hello. It would be really nice to mm. meet some subscribers, followers, and also channel supporters as well. Um, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, mate. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But kill Kenny Ball. Um, yeah, it'd be good. So, yeah, let's just go and watch another win, mate. It's, yeah. I love winning. Great fun. Sherry, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next one. <sighs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. I live poor way, then. Billy, left footed. It's a cheeky one. Square. Podcast Network.